You'll get and we're minutes. back with the 12th episode of The, the Newlyweds. Newlyweds. I'm your co-host, Brian Sorrell, here with my absolutely stunning wife, Elizabeth Sorrell. And we're here for the next show. I mean, should we get right into it? Did yeah. we talk about the weekend? What should we go with first? Uh, I'm ready to get into it. Okay, well, let's go through the weekend real quick. Okay. You know, we got to give people our weekend... Okay, maybe you first. Snapshot? Yeah, you first. So this weekend, I went to the PGA store. (laughs) We're trying to find like a cheap little set of golf clubs to buy Elizabeth so she can start playing. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I bought a new pair of golf shoes and that was it. Very nice. Yeah. And then that was my weekend. Yeah. We were supposed to go to the actual course itself, but... Yeah. My wife struck. Yeah. I was upset because I just wanted to go play golf on the course. And Brian said, no, he said, we have to go to the range first and practice. He said, we can't just go out there and just swing the ball. You just sound so ignorant. Like you just want to hop onto an 18 hole course. (laughs) First of all, not even the fact that you want to just go on to the course. (laughs) Like, golf is not cheap to just go on to the course. Yeah. It's not a cheap thing to just, okay, yeah, let's go just drop $60 minimum for you to go hop on and play. When well, you how never much played. you have to pay to go to the range? Maybe $5. Oh. And, like, this chick is throwing an actual fit. I did. Crying. Like, literally <laughs> crying that we couldn't go. I wouldn't take her on the course. Like, she sounds so dumb, right, guys? I just wanted to go in the in the golf cart, and we could have done a little practice swings on, on the green, you know? Why are we going to spend $60 for you to hit the ball three times? Well, you would get to play. That's not the... It's 60 for me and you. Uh-oh. Anyways, so as you can see, I still have a little bit of resentment toward my wife for not, for not allowing me to have the weekend that could have been. Yeah. Anyways, my weekend, it was Cinco de Mayo on Friday, so that was lovely. We went, we tried a little Mexican place here. It was so good. Food was great. Margaritas were great. And yeah, that was really the highlight of my weekend. Other than that, I just got to relax, you know? Yeah, it was chill. Yeah. Those, I think, are, I don't know. Those are just our weekends. Yeah, just relaxing. Yeah, I mean... I did a lot of baking. The problem is we don't have a goddamn car to get into the mountains. We ha- for the springtime. Yeah. We have a car. It's just, I know I know you can still go snowboarding. Like, I know the mountains are still open, but it's like, it's 80 degrees here. So, it's no, just no, no. not making not me want to go snowboarding. I'm not even saying go snowboarding, skiing. I'm just saying, like, go, not everything is still covered in snow. Like, there's mountains that are open and you can just go like sightseeing 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 do you have does that involve hiking oh i mean if it involves hiking then it won't be on our list but yeah so what the car one that's why i'm saying we don't have a car anyways yeah i'm just sorry guys i'm not a hiker he doesn't want to go hiking ever he just wants he wants a car to be able to drive to the scenic places and just drive through it no, like just <laughs> no. You can drive to this top, whatever the hell, wherever your scenery that you're desired is 
you're going for. Yeah. You drive to that spot and then you get out and look around and then you take it all in. Mm-hmm. I don't need to walk up the bitch to say, oh, wow, there's no difference. You know, you drive. I want to walk up it. And Ruby does too. Then take your happy ass and go up there and walk it. For any girlies in Denver that are looking for buddies to climb mountains, I have a girlie that wants to go for a hike. Mm-hmm. I'll ship her off. I'll pack you both lunches. And <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. I might like that. Yeah. I'll make you a ham and cheese sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Make Anyways. Sides and all. That was that was really my weekend. Um, yeah. I baked a lot. Okay, are you ready to get into the show? Nobody cares about You don't want to hear about my baking? I know. Go ahead. Tell the people. I baked some homemade cookies. That was about it. Okay. You feel good about that? Yeah. Letting the people know that that's what you did? Yeah. I've been, been like, dabbling a little in the homemade stuff. So, you know, we had red beans yesterday that Brian made, and I made some homemade. And for everybody, like, for the guy, the husband that doesn't, cook uh-huh i've cooked every meal this week so far he has he's been really good about the cooking but anyways, it's, i'm always good about it you just don't appreciate or notice he he made the red beans yesterday and then i made us homemade cornbread it wasn't that great but it was homemade so it's, the taste was there i think the i think it was too much like batter yeah i might have i think i needed to put it in like a bigger pan mm-hmm. but anyways mm-hmm. i made some homemade cornbread i made some homemade cookies from scratch homemade non homemade pita yeah all from scratch yeah no i do resp- and it's all been good it's not like yeah. anything has you know sucked yeah i'm in my baking era so yeah i'm all for the baking era so hopefully yeah. it continues and you keep progressing yeah so i've been having fun with that but that was really it yep anyways let's get into the show so we have a, I think it's an important show. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of good questions and things that, you know, Elizabeth and I are trying to get to, well, I guess she doesn't know any of the topics I'm going to be bringing up to her, but we're trying to get more into like, you know, what builds that strong and like everlasting relationship. Yep. Or like, how do you sustain that? Yep. And I think a lot of that sustainability has to come from the fact that a lot of the topics that are important need to be discussed prior to marriage. So both people are on the same page. Nobody's like, what the hell is this? Or why am I doing this? And you're doing this and nobody's doing this or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. So just kind of to el- trying to eliminate all that just takes so much. Cause when you get married, like even though Elizabeth and I knew we were going to get married, it's a lot. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a whole different thing regardless and I don't know if living together prior would have made a difference or not. I have no idea. But I'm just going to assume that no. Like, it's still a lot regardless when you're married versus, you know, just dating. Yeah. It's just a, it's a lot of, like, changes all at once. Mm-hmm. And it can get frustrating if you guys don't talk about these things first. Yep. So let's go ahead and get started. So the first one, which is the root of all evil, and it's the <laughs> leading. No, no, no. For real. This is the leading cause of divorce. Yeah. Is money and finances. For sure. I could see so, how that would be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> one of the, the important things to think about, and I'm just going to go ahead and read this little clip um, from this website <laughs> that I'm looking at. So money and finances. Financial issues are the leading cause of divorce. People about to join their lives should discuss if and how they will join their finances. Spending habits and the existence of current debt should be disclosed. Do you agree? 
I do agree. With current debt and everything, like they should know? For sure. Okay. I agree too. Um, disclosure of all financial accounts is a must. Keeping a secret bank account is a sure way to deal a serious blow to the marriage once the account is discovered. And that shit will be found. Like, yeah. there's no way that you can hide. Unless you got some shit in, like, you know, an off, you know, off the grid yeah. account. I don't know. That's kind of crazy. Um, But, yeah. So, things to think about. You guys and Elizabeth have recently done this. We probably didn't do it as early as we should have. Mm -hmm. um, but we've recently had to dive into a budget yeah um we've talked about it before on the show but like this time like we actually did an entire budget for both of our stuff together mm -hmm. um and to just figure out exactly where we sit luckily we're in the green so we're not drowning but it, it definitely like brought to light a lot of shit that elizabeth and i both were like maybe not fully aware of, mm -hmm. of certain stuff that i had you know you know bills on or whatever it may be yeah and same as with you um, so those are kind of things that you guys need to be bringing to, uh, to light, uh, with each other to ensure that everybody's on the same page and nobody's surprised or blindsided, uh, when you see your account start going lower and lower. Mm -hmm. Um, so another topic, joint accounts mm -hmm. are joint accounts, something that you think that, and we have not done this yet. We are yeah. planning on it by yeah. all means, but we just haven't done it. But do you think it's something that couples should do? I think it's something that it's like very personal to the couple, obviously. Mm -hmm. You know, some people it works for them, some people it doesn't. So I think it's something you need to speak about with your partner to decide like what's going to work for you guys. Um, me and Brian don't have one yet. We're going to get one. But originally, like before we got married, I didn't want one. Mm -hmm. And... So let's get into that. Yeah. Just so we give some context and like maybe some reasons that another girl's having. Yeah. Or another man's having yeah. that like why he doesn't want to or, you know, so let's talk about it and see what's changed since that point to now where you think it is a good idea. I think, I think like before you get married, like you're making your money and whatever. And like, I think it's more of just like, it's more of just like coming together as one and like I feel like it's hard for people because like you don't want to share your money yeah and like I don't you work hard for your money yeah and like I'm sure you feel the same way so like no I don't actually. okay well, I don't mind sharing to help you okay whatever but anyways like wow <laughs> I just oh originally like before we got married like we were just my dating. loving wife ladies and gentlemen Shut up. We were just dating and like we had talked about this like a couple years ago. Like we weren't even engaged at the time. Like we were just dating and Brian was like, oh, yeah, like I want to have a joint account. And I was like, oh, like I don't. Well, originally what I said is I wanted us to have a joint account where we could both like put equal amounts of money and that could go towards like our bills, whatever, like our shared bills. And then we would each have our own like separate accounts. So we'd have a joint account and then we'd each have our own separate account. Mm -hmm. And. I don't know why I thought that was a good idea, but like at the time I was in college, like I didn't have a job. I didn't have like any money of my own. So like, I don't know. I didn't know anything about it. So like now that we're married and like, obviously our bills are our bills. So I don't know. Now I just, it's like, it makes sense now. We're all using everything that we each have. Exactly. Like. And then like, I just think 
once you start having kids, which like obviously we're not doing that right now, but like once you start having kids, what like what are you gonna do if you don't have a joint account? You know. To be honest. Then Mo request each other I for the baby thing. Exactly. Like, I think it is the dumbest, dumbest shit when couples, married couples, do not have joint accounts. Yeah, no, I Like, are you really going to send me a freaking Venmo request for $10 for Starbucks? (laughs) He's saying that because... Yeah, this is real. I'm actually getting Venmo requested by my wife for $10. And I reject that shit every time. I'm like, are you freaking joking me? I only do it when I'm mad at him. I, that's the only time I ever do it. Yeah, and it's but like, you know already you're not getting any of that. It's petty stuff. It's like literally like $10 for Starbucks. Like it's not like, I don't know. So anyways, yeah, I think joint accounts are like the way to go, at least for us. Uh, like like I said, I think it's something you need to talk about with your partner. But like I, it just makes sense for mm-hmm. us to have a joint account, you know? Mm-hmm. What do you think? Yeah, I just said it was completely stupid to have... Yeah, but do you have any other thoughts on, like, the joint accounts? No, I just think that it's something that you guys need to figure out. I mean, it's not only joint accounts you have to worry about. I mean, there's there's joint accounts, there's, you know, 401ks, there's all that Mm -hmm. kind of stuff that you guys need to figure out, too. Like, it's not, it doesn't just stop at, you know, joint accounts. Uh, 401ks, I mean, that's different at every company. You know, some companies will match a certain percentage, other companies will match a certain percentage. But, you know, one person might be putting more into savings than the other. Well, they're not getting as much, you know, take home as the other person because they're putting more into savings for your y'all's future. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are things that you guys got to think about, too. Um, another thing to think about is, you know, when you're going to buy a home or a car, I mean, who is is that stuff split down the middle? Is that just, you know, whatever's in the entire account? Like, mm-hmm. that's just considered everybody's mm-hmm. uh, or that's every, you know, regardless of who makes more or what. Does that go into play at all for you? Or should it, do you think for the people out there, should it go into play? I mean, in my opinion, like if you guys have a joint account, then yeah, every, like it's shared money. Especially if you're buying a house together, like how are you going to, like you can't split it out of a joint account. Like it's a joint account. Like No, so but the I'm money saying so like you would always be planning to buy a home. Yeah. So like say the down payment is $20,000. Yeah. Do you guys work until you both accumulate $10,000 of savings and then you go in and buy a house? Uh-huh. Or is it just whatever's in the joint account is all of ours and we're just going to spend that if we need to go buy a house, we're going to go spend the 20000 out of it and it's that's it. I mean, I feel like there's more planning into that, but like, yeah, if you have the money in your account and you can afford to buy a house, then I don't see why not. There you have it. So, yeah. You just, for those of you joining accounts, I mean, just be very clear on as far as, you know, exactly what you're joining, how much you're, if you're going to be having, you know, your own personal savings account or whatnot, just make sure everything is black and white. There's no gray, gray areas um, to lead to any resentment toward one another. Right. Well, so wait, I want to talk about something else because the, the first time we ever talked about joint accounts, we brought this up, um, like just me and you talking, obviously not on the podcast, but Do you think like if we had a joint account or like for couples who do, is there like, like at what point do you have to start like asking, like, can I send this money? Okay. I think it obviously depends how much 
you or your partner is bringing home. Mm -hmm. Like some people might be different. You know, somebody might be bringing home quarter million dollars, whatever, you know, like where they just have, you know, really a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Um, For us, like just a normal couple in America in like a really expensive city and everything else, like everything's just expensive currently in the time period that we're living in. Mm -hmm. Um, Thanks, Biden. But all of that, I mean, I would say anything over like a thousand dollars. You got to run by somebody. Mm-hmm. Next one, personal history. Mm-hmm. So personal history is a big one, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I think it is. Um, I think it's important to tell and explain who you are as a person, where you come from, how you grew up. All that plays into the person of who you are. And whether you believe it or not, that's all going to go in. All of that, all your personal history goes into how you're going to raise. If you're having kids or planning to have kids, how that's all going to go into it. I don't give a shit what you tell me that, oh, it doesn't matter. My parents were this way, that way. I don't believe it. Mm -hmm. All of that plays a factor in how you are going to be bringing up your next kids or your family. Yeah. And is that something that you think needs to be discussed prior to marriage? By personal history, are we talking like family history? Like what? Like medical history? I'm talking about if you have any addiction in your family, uh, drug abuse, you know, any health stuff that runs in your family excessive gambling criminal activity mm-hmm. uh any any skeletons in your closet yes i think that's very important i think you should be telling your significant other like all this stuff and i think obviously you're going to date this person for a while before you marry them so i think as you're dating like that kind of stuff will come out and they'll tell you but i don't think like necessarily that means like you should be holding that kind of stuff against them. Um, Anyways, yeah, I think I think it's important to let your partner know all of that stuff. Is any of that stuff a deal breaker? No. I mean, I don't think so. Serial killer? Okay. <laughs> yes. If they're a murderer. If, yes. No, no, not the actual person. Say his dad or mom was a serial killer. Oh. I mean, I don't know because I just, I feel like you can't. You are insane. I mean, I don't know. That's difficult because like serial killer, like I think that kind of thing like runs in your genes. So like if your That's what dad I'm saying. is like you, you probably, you might not become one, but like it's very likely like you could so right that's what i'm that's all of this stuff that's all of the gambling that's all of you know alcohol that's all yeah whatever drugs you're doing or all that kind of shit is on you that's all in your history that's all runs through your dna well let me be honest i probably would never date a serial killer son to begin with so like i wouldn't be in this situation but i just don't think you can hold just because the parents were a bad person like I don't think you can hold that against the kid. Yeah. I like, don't I don't think, think that's fair. I don't think you can fully hold it against the kid. But it is something I just you think need you know. need to be aware. Yes. Of the, uh, aware of it for sure. And, like, look out for any, like... Signs. Yeah. I agree. 
Like as soon as you start seeing signs, um, obviously if you're married at that point, you just got to be there and support. Like mm -hmm. get them the help they need. Get them, yeah, exactly. Like get them the help you, they need. And that's the point. Like, that's why I think like, it's really important that you disclose that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Cause if the person that you're with is willing to look past that, mm -hmm. then they're obviously there to support you along that journey. Definitely. If that ever arises, like if anything, but at that same time, if you start feeling any sort, you know, type of way and you're not necessarily showing any signs or anything, you still, I think you should still disclose that to your partner. I agree. So you guys can jump, you know, ahead of the ball and get all of that shit addressed out mm -hmm. the gate right away. Yeah. So it doesn't get out of hand. I think that's um, something your partner deserves to know. Yeah. And that's the only reason why I think, you know, disclosing those kinds of things is like, it, it, that's going to be a extremely difficult mm -hmm. conversation to have. Mm -hmm. That is some deep, dark in the closet shit that, you know, you might not want to disclose about your dad or your mom or whoever it is in your family because you love them and, you know, maybe they've recovered from it or whatever, but it's still something that your partner uh, deserves to be aware of prior to tying that hit. Cause maybe not everybody is okay with having yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's their choice and that's their right, I guess. Um, but yeah, just go ahead and keep that personal history. Obviously you don't have to disclose that, you know, the second date, yeah. But, you know, way down the line when you guys are starting to discuss, you know, when when you know it's getting serious, you know it's getting serious. You'll you'll know the right time to bring those kind of topics up. I agree. Um so person that was personal history number 2. Property. <laughs> so this is for when I'm saying property, I'm talking about perfect example is you and I. Yep. I bought a house prior to us being married. Yep. One of the things that I guess should be discussed prior is is that property mine ours how is that working are, are we gonna be say we sell the house are we gonna you know be sharing that profit not necessarily splitting it but you know not gonna say hey i'm gonna give you half of this you take half i'll take half mm -hmm. that's i think that's dumb i would never do that i don't know if you disagree with that or not i just would never do that um so i don't think that they need to straight up get half um, but I'm sure, you know, you, you might sell that house and go buy something else. That's for both of you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So what do you think? I or mean, do you just think that what I said was right or what? No, I agree. I agree with what you're saying. Like, it's your house. You bought it before we were married. Like, I didn't put anything into it. Like, my name's not on the title. None of that. So, like, it's yours. And at the end of the day, like, whatever we decide to do with it is, like, ultimately your decision. Right. And yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Yeah. So another thing on the same token as property, it's not like a physical piece of property, essentially inheritance. Mm -hmm. How does inheritance work when you're married is so say, you know, your parents died and they have a million dollars. How does that work? Is that just again, million dollars just goes into the joint account? I mean, or is that something where you're like, sorry, honey, this is my parents, my family. No, I mean, like, if we have just a joint account, like, this is what, if it's just a joint account, like, that's the only account we have, then, like, yeah, it's going to go into the joint account and, like. Okay, well, I mean, what? I'm assuming you're not going to just throw a million dollars. No, we probably sure put, put, like, put some in savings. savings. Yeah. Savings, stocks. Yeah. All that kind of stuff. Yeah. But who determines where that goes? Like, if it's your money, it's yours. Oh, I mean, like. 
I think if it's your inheritance or my whoever inheritance it is, like they ultimately have the final decision on where it goes. But like at the end of the day, we're we're married, like right, right, right. we're sharing finances, like it's all gonna be ours. Ours no matter what. Agreed, hundred percent. But I think that like the person whose inheritance it is is the one who should be deciding where that goes. Mm-hmm. You know, if they say, I wanna go buy a new car, that's they're allowed to do that, you know, it's their money. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fair. You agree? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of anything else on property. I think that covers their property. Property is like not like that serious. Like at the end of the day, everything is ours. Yeah. Okay. This one is huge. Children and parenting. Yep. So... You might wonder how a couple about to be married could avoid discussing the issue, but yet the discussion often often replaced with the assumption that I mean the assumption to only find uh, that the couple is having major differences when raising children. Mm-hmm. Um, we've we've talked about this yep. uh, extensively, and you know what our expectations are for our kids. You know, religions and whatever it may be. Who's driving the minivan? Yeah, I don't think anybody agreed to the minivan. I think we agreed to like a nice SUV. Yeah. Um, I don't know why we're shitting on the minivans though. Like I grew <laughs> up in a minivan from like all I the way to yeah. Like, I minivan, too. they got room and they're spacious. <laughs> Perfect road trip car. But anyways, back to the seriousness. So couples should discuss the number of children they envision having uh, with a specific circumstance should be exist before starting a family. Like, and what I mean by that is this all needs to be disclosed way in advance of even trying for your first child for sure before you even get engaged i think you need to be discussing like if you want kids and if you do how many because some people don't want kids Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and some people might only want one and some the other person might want six you know like right definitely something you should be discussing like before you're even engaged Mm -hmm. because like if you want kids and they don't like you that's not going to change so like you don't need to be with that person and sometimes like, and not necessarily even, you know, birthing your own children, Mm -hmm. like say, you know, your, your wife or partner, your wife, whoever. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to be politically correct. Right. (laughs) But so say your partner can't have kids. Mm -hmm. Like, are you okay with adoption? Is that an option or what's an, are you got to discuss all of the ways that, you know, if you can't have kids, are these other options viable? Right, right. Are you okay if you cannot have like your true spawn? Biological children. Spawn, sure. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just make sure you're covering all that. And then the bigger topic that I wanted to get in on this is like how you're going to be raising your children. Mm-hmm. Are they going to be able to go to sleepovers? Are they going to be able to, you know, are they going to have bedtimes? Are they going to have chores? Are they going to get allowances? I mean, yeah. there's a whole bunch of shit that goes into discussion when talking about children um and that's just something really important to get on the same page about yeah and don't i would say like you really need to set your expectations like don't assume anything like don't assume that your partner's gonna be the one packing the lunches taking them to school you know like all the things like you really need to like set those expectations like straight Mm -hmm. before you start having kids you know like don't assume one person's gonna be doing all the things you don't want to do or whatever right and like 
who's going to stay home with the kid? Like, who's going to literally potentially quit their job and stay if, home with the child if, if that's, that's what thing. you guys are wanting to do? Or another or thing is, is like... Or you going to have a nanny? Or are you going to have, you know, daycare? Yeah. And how is daycare going to affect, uh, affect our financials and stuff? Right. Like, there's a whole bunch of shit that goes in to parenting right. that affects you and your wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and don't get sidetracked by, or, you know, not sidetracked. What is the word? Blindsided. Yeah. Um, luckily, I mean, Elizabeth and I are luckily like Elizabeth's uh, sister has, uh, two children. Two of my brothers have three children together. They have their own wives. Yeah. Yeah. Three kids. Three kids between the four of them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like we have, and obviously, you know, both of our parents had four kids, yeah. um, who are all successful and, you know, well-raised, you know, good human beings. Um, so like luckily Elizabeth and I have like a really good foundation, foundation, um, and like a, a path and guidance, uh, to be successful in that area, but that's not the case for everybody. Yeah. So these are just some of the things that, you know, when Elizabeth and I are talking about that, we're trying to bring to light for those of you that maybe don't have the same background that Elizabeth and I came from. Um, but yeah, that's kind of what I wanted to touch on child or children and parenting. And then I think this is the last topic. Oh, no. Two more topics. Okay. So the next topic for, you know, that... <laughs> I mean, it's been a it's been a hot topic for us for sure, for sure, for years. Yeah, is personal time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Well, let me just let me read this real quick. Okay, give a little context. So, because this is probably Elizabeth and I probably have thought about this one more than any other one. <laughs> so, each person in a marriage brings a set of friends and background of engaging in a leisure activity, which has been pleasurable. These may not necessarily be completely compatible with the new spouse. Couples should discuss how they feel about each other having separate time to see their own friends or do things each has to come to enjoy. Resentment can quickly build if one person feels everything (laughs) should be experienced as a married couple while the other wants to continue seeing his or her friends for a movie, a round of golf, or a night out in the town. Or in our case, (laughs) gaming. Okay. (laughs) Similarly... How each person feels about others seeing a former boyfriend or girlfriend should be explored as well as each other feels about the other casually seeing someone of the opposite gender for lunch or a drink after work. I mean, we've already talked about this. Expecting a spouse to give up a long-time friend and activities is usually not realistic. Mm -hmm. Emphasis, that's not realistic. Yeah. For habits that have been gone for years. For sure. And years. For sure. And years. Okay. Discuss how you plan to get the most out of your time together and what is reasonable spending time. What is a reasonable amount of spending time apart? Okay. So first of all, um, let's get into the seeing past lovers. No, that's not going to happen. But we've already talked about this. We've already said that that's not going to happen. We're not okay with the opposite sex friendship situation. So like we, I don't even know why we brought that up. That's. No, no. Yeah. I just don't. That doesn't fly with me or I just. Yeah. I'm just too jealous. That's, Sorry. <laughs> that's for both of us. So, like, we both already agreed on that. So, like, if that's something you need to discuss with your partner, like, that's you. But that's not us. But personal time, I think, is important. Yeah, that's it. I think it's important. Yeah. So, 
you got to have personal time. I agree. Like, you, it's not even an option. It's not even a question. Like, I can't be up your ass 24 seven and like act like I enjoy that. I agree. Like, it's not like a knock on you or anything. Like I obviously I married you. I knew I was going <laughs> to marry you from the jump. So like, it's obvious, like I don't love you and I don't want to hang out with you. And I don't, you know, I hate the time we spend together. No, yeah, that's yeah. not the case. Yeah. But I got to see my boys and chill with my boys and like shoot the shit, you know, for sure. So, and people have different ways of taking their personal time, you know, I genuinely, you, you know, you're always going back to the video games as a joke and everything. And yes, we're playing games, but like genuinely like real shit. You're catching up with them. Like that's like a fam, Like that's literally like a family almost. Yeah. Like we're asking, you know, every single day we get in there or whenever we're playing or we're hanging out or talking, whatever. How's your day going? You know, how's your girlfriend? What are you guys up to? Yeah. Everything's going, whatever it may be. Like we're doing that stuff is how we talk. Like just like you guys, you know, and you it's and like your girl are doing FaceTime or, you yeah. know, texting. Like at least for my group of friends, like we're not big texters like that. Like yeah. we really don't text each other throughout the day or throughout the week. Like we know we'll snap each other here and there, but most of our communication is on the game. Yeah. Like we're just chilling on yeah. the computer. Um, and then, you know, but for, that's, you know, Elizabeth's personal time is not the same. Like when Elizabeth takes her personal time, like she's soaking in the bath for like an hour and a half. Like that's just what she does to like chill and, you know, enjoy her time. Yeah. But yeah. So make sure you work out the personal time because when you get married, I think it brings it to like a new light, like how much, you know, you might be on the game. Yeah. Um, maybe, you know, it doesn't seem as bad when you're not dating, you know, when you're dating and you're not living together and you're not seeing them 24 seven, but when you're living together, like you're genuinely noticing every single thing that this person is doing. Yep. Well, with that being said, I think that is all the topics that I had to discuss. You got anything else? Do we have any advice? We do. Oh, nice. Okay, we have just one. How exactly do I ask for the parents' permission? Ooh, this one's for you. First of all, congratulations. That's so exciting. If you're asking, that means you're probably going to propose soon. So, congrats. Okay. <laughs> so, it depends. Are you going to be able to be with him and the father, I'm assuming, in uh -huh. person or... Is it, excuse me, or is it going to be over the phone? If it, excuse me again, if it's over the phone, you're lucky. I mean, that's going to be cake. You're literally just going to call, text them. Hey, can you call me when you get a sec? And that's it. Who's doing over the phone? I mean, I would have had to do that. We just luckily went in for Thanksgiving. I, you think I went in to go to Thanksgiving? No, I went in to talk to your dad in person. I don't know. I would try to plan to, to go in to see them. Of course, but that's maybe that's he, it's not affordable for him. So if you're going to go with him in person and you guys have been dating for a while, at least with your dad, he knew it was coming. Like, I've never gone out of my way to like single-handedly like ask him just for a conversation on our own. So, you know, if you approach him and say, hey, you know, Mr. John Doe, can I have a word with her? Or I don't know how you approach. I always, I don't know. Elizabeth and her friends have always roasted me saying like, I'm way too formal. I've always addressed everybody as Mr. and Mrs. in their last name. Um, but however you talk to him or whatever you call him. Yeah. So the way I, 
I remember like it was yesterday, but you got to find a time when you can get him on his own time. Unless you want to talk to both the parents at the same time. I don't know if that's a thing or not, but if it is, it might be. Uh, get some time set apart for both the three of you guys or the two of you guys just to talk. And honestly, like from that point, you're literally going to be shitting your pants. <laughs> There's just no if, ands, or buts. Your heart's going to be pounding. Your palms might start sweating. There's vomit on your sweater, mom's spaghetti. I mean, the, the list goes on. You're going to be in trouble. <laughs> you're not going to be in trouble, but you're going to be feeling the heat. You're in the hot seat for sure. But, I mean, the way I did it was just, you know, I went up to Mr. Redfern, and I was just, you know, obviously I've been dating Elizabeth for six years. Um, you know, she's she's the perfect girl for me. She makes me the happiest in the world yada, yada, yada. And you just give the spiel about, you know, just confess your feelings. And like, you know, I want to take care of your daughter. And I, I just, that's it. And you just ask for her hand in marriage and for your, for, for your father's blessing. And hopefully he gives it to you. Mm -hmm. But what do you do if he doesn't? I'm sure that happens. I mean, if he doesn't, there's like probably a reason like you've probably done something bad to his daughter and he knows about it. And I don't know if I didn't get it, I would. S so say, I mean, I'm assuming your dad would tell you or would I tell you, you think that, Hey, I asked your dad for marriage and you said, no, I don't know who would tell me, but like you would find out. Yeah. I don't know. Would you still ask you? Mm -hmm. Probably not. Right. Because that means, like, he doesn't support the marriage. He's probably, like... Yeah, I don't think I could ask you. Yeah, I don't think you could either. I don't think I could live with that, like, n knowing yeah. that I married his daughter without yeah. permission. Also, like, like I said, if he says no, like, that means he is saying no to your marriage. Like, he is not going to accept you into the family. And, like, you guys are going to have, like, a really hard marriage like with basically no family support so i don't well, know if that's, that's something i would want true maybe just not support from one side of the i know family. but like if family is important to both of you guys then like that's still gonna be hard. oh yeah you're screwed yeah so i wouldn't if she if he says no but hopefully that doesn't happen <laughs> but yeah you don't need to worry about that i mean i'm assuming you know if you're having a you have a good relationship with the parents for the most part i'm sure i would just be honest and just say how much like his daughter means to you and that mm -hmm. you want to support her and be there for her through life and you want to grow and raise children and you know everything and you know that's really it like it's it's not it's not rocket science um he's gonna be expecting it the moment you say can i have a word with you <laughs> um i know your dad that's the first thing he told me mm -hmm. when i when i asked him he's like i knew this was coming yeah so he's already got a heads up man don't stress about it uh, just keep, just be, just be real. I mean, that's, that's what they want. Like they want somebody who they know that they can pass off their daughter to and know that she's going to be taken care of, uh, for the rest of her life. Um, that's all they can ask for. And that's all you can do your best to do when you, when you do marry her. Um, that's the goal is just to keep them as happy as possible. You're not always going to succeed, but you just got to roll with the punches. Um, and know that you're doing the best that you can um, and that you guys will work it out. Yep. I think that's good advice. So 
good luck to you. Yeah, let us know. I'm excited to get some feedback. Hopefully, just DM us and let us know. We don't have to talk about it on the show, but yeah. we're wishing the best for you and just stay positive, man. You'll be good. Yeah, send us your engagement photos. So, congratulations. Oh, yeah, we in should advance. post those on the. We should do that. Yeah, like a little weekly couple highlight. I think like, if people cute. got engaged, like they mm -hmm. would, you know, let us know, hey, we got engaged, and we'd post them on their story. Like, congratulations to Mr. and the future Mr. and Mrs. O'Connor. Yeah, know. I think that's cute. Okay, new segment. Yeah. Let's get back into a segment real quick before we close the show out. I wanted to bring it up, but then you went into the show, so I was like, maybe not. Okay, let's get into it. We're going to do a little backwards couples? today. Do you have celebrity couples and a random fact? Oh, um, let me think on a random fact. But I do have celebrity couples. Okay. Um, Alex Cooper, fellow podcaster, the host of Call Her Daddy, got engaged to her boyfriend, Matt Kaplan. I just can't imagine anybody marrying her. Why? Just She's literally so successful, so beautiful. Like I just... And the show is very different from what it was before now. I just can't get behind her. Like, I just Why? didn't respect her call me, her call her daddy show. Like, so, that shit was so raunchy and inappropriate. Again, I am very, mm -hmm. what's the word? I don't know. I don't know. You call me boomers and all this other kind oh, of shit. Like, yeah, he is a boomer. Anyways, I am just very, like, traditional conservative. and conservative. And I just don't, uh, I don't want to say appreciate. I just don't, like, care to hear that kind of stuff. Well, her show is very different now. Like it was it was like that in the beginning and now that it's just her, mm. it's more of like an interview type of show. So she like brings on celebrities and like interviews them. But at the end of the day, like I'm not hating on the chick. No, like, she makes sixty million dollars. I'm not hating on that chick. Like she found like her niche and talked about things that nobody was talking about, that and nobody was okay now. with. Look at her now. Listen, I am I understand that. But I, you got to have some morals. You got to have some morals. You got to have some respect for yourself. And I'm not saying she doesn't by any means. But, like, if I were to talk about some of the things that she's talked about on, like, live like this, like, mm -hmm. out for the world. And I guess, like, it'd be one. I guess if her shoes, like, all she had was her podcast. But, like, if you're telling me I'd be talking about the kind of stuff that she was talking about and then walking to work the next day. She wasn't, though. That was her full-time job. I know. But I'm saying for us. Yeah. Like, if we were to try to do something like that, I would. I couldn't walk into work well, tomorrow with a straight face. Well, maybe if we did some things like that, we'd have the following she does. Well, we had a show like that. <laughs> we had a show like that, and you didn't want to put it out in production. Yeah. It was everything. <laughs> All the tea spilled on Elizabeth and Brian Sorrell. Yeah. But Maybe it didn't make it out to production. We'll have to do like a... A Patreon. Oh, Patreon. Yeah. It's like a... So there'd be like a paywall. So like only our true fans could get to that content. Trust me. That is content that you would want to. Yeah. Like that was some juice. Like when I say Elizabeth was crying... <laughs> Like, not for a second, like, was crying almost on, like, every topic and conversation. She yeah, was. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, anyways, congrats to Alex Cooper. We're so happy for our fellow podcaster. Yeah, congratulations, Alex. Um, happy for you, man. Or I'm girl. <laughs> <laughs> anyways. Anyways. Boomer. Congrats to Alex and Matt. Um, yeah, that's it. Random facts. 
I don't you have any. Have one. I don't have any for you right now. All right. Well, we'll have to come up with two next week. Okay. All right. Well, that is episode twelve of the, the Newlyweds. Newly I'm your co-host Brian Sorrell, my absolutely stunning wife <laughs> Elizabeth Sorrell. Signing off for the night. Have a good one, guys, and to see you next week. <laughs>